It's such a privilege to speak to people who God has anointed and mandated to make music. Um, and just because you've got talent and a good vocal cord doesn't necessarily mean you love, you actually really and truly love Jesus. So I like to speak to the guys and find out who they are. And today that would be Karin Krieger. Karin, hi, how are you doing? Hi, Janine. Are you doing well? I am so well. It's so it's a privilege to speak to you. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's get into this. If we had to introduce you, because the last time when I saw your name, it was for a song that you'd written, but someone else sang it. So now I have this opportunity to speak to the woman herself. <laughs> so let's introduce you as a person, like the, the normal person at home who's got to impress no one. Who's Karin Krieger? Okay, I, I um, live in Hartbeesburg. Um, I've been married to a wonderful man, Karo Krieger, that passed away the 1st of October. So this is a new journey for me. Uh. Everything is new. I have two, um, two beautiful sons. They're married to two beautiful ladies. And I'm a grandmom of two little girls. The one has been born now in December. So it's nice to be a granny on a every Friday. I'm just a granny. <laughs> so that's me. I'm involved in, in Doxadeo. I play in their the band. And then when I have time, I love to make music. And in, in the marketplace, I work in aesthetic practice. That's Karen. <laughs> aesthetic practice. What is that? I work for a doctor that does Botox and fillers and all chemical Oh, that's cool. Mesotherapies. So, Janine, yes, that is a wonderful place to go. So, are <laughs> you naturally yourself. as beautiful as you are, or did the doctor help well, some with you? <laughs> sure, I had a little bit of help. <laughs> it's who you know in life. It's who you know. You see. <laughs> yes. But, Karen, um, with the, the granny bit, I have to find out about that. So, are you the roll in the grass kind of granny? Do they bake with you? What ages are they now, your, your mm -hmm. grandchildren? Well, my grandchildren, the one is 18 months. And the other one is one year. So are they um, tiny, oh, tiny? One month. They are so tiny, tiny. But I love just playing with them, and they love seeing me, and I love just being a granny with them. So I play with them, I swim with them, I, uh, I do, um, I read with them. My husband used to love that when I read for the children because they have to be educated from young age. So I'll be the granny that my grandchildren will love. I don't know for how long, but... <laughs> hey, the one who reads the I'll story is the favorite granny, for sure, for sure. <laughs> no, for sure. I had a picture of my son just in the week, him reading for the one-month-old one baby, and it was so beautiful to see that. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get to your music, because it seems you've been making music for a while. Yes, I have. Well, it's it's come in seasons. Uh, Coral and I, we, we've been in, in Doxadeo such a long time. We started the schools in Doxadeo years ago. The first school um, um, we started in Pretoria. And then um, I had seasons where I, I made music and I was, um, I must say, I, I love Rick Moser and Belinda Moser. They're mm. actually so my heroes in the music. They they made me to love music, to love God, and to um, perform without um, performing, having a performing, performing, yes. just being um, being what God created me for. So I I 
absolutely adore music and um, I'm a worshiper in my soul and in my spirit. So God speaks to me in in nighttime and usually it's about two, three o'clock in the morning. So I have a little book next to my <laughs> my bed and then I just write what God tells me and then the next morning I start writing this. <laughs> if God wants to tell me anything at two, three in the morning, he... In my loss, I hear yeah. you just you just leaves it because yeah. I'm not going to function two three o'clock in the morning. <laughs> and it does it to lots of people. Lots of people tell me it's two three o'clock yes. in the morning. So there's something For beautiful sure. about you know, that hour. Yeah, you know, when I do that in the morning, I can go to sleep because if I write down the the um, the theme of what God tells me, sometimes it's only one word or a sentence, and then I will go and write it down, and then um, then I really can go to sleep again. And then I can work on it the next morning. And if I hear some of a tune, I'll just take my cell phone and just record a little piece of that. Um, even if it's just broken down. And um, then, then it becomes a song. And it's actually so beautiful to see how, how the songs grow, you know, and how it grows in relationship with, with Christ. And um, the two songs that I've done on, on Kari and Frinda, um, are both songs that's, that started two o'clock in, in the morning nighttime. Yeah, two o'clock <laughs> in the morning. <laughs> but you are fortunate that you're in a church and like with Rick Moser and them, that encourages you to be creative. You know, that, mm, that doesn't sure. squish the talent because there's only those people mm. who are allowed to create and the yes. rest aren't even considered. Yes. They take what they have. It's mm. like a little small seed and it germinates and they cultivate and add some and have conferences yes. for the young people. Isn't and that beautiful? It's gorgeous. Yes. Did you write yeah. to me? Music before you started attending Dr. Dayo? Yes, I, I wrote, I actually made a CD um, 10 years ago. I was just so young still. And um, then, then my husband fell ill and it was a season that I didn't write. I just, um, I just focused on what was happening at home. Mm. And at times that I had, I would, um, you know, um, play in the band. But my main focus was that the last 10 years was just to be at home as much as I could. And um, now God's just giving me that season again. Actually, last night we started a program in, in Doxadaya. Um, it's for young girls um, between 18 and, and 28. And um, they, I'm, I'm fortunate that they can be at my house. They, they um, We are 20 with the facilitators. So there is 16 girls that enrolled this this year in Hina Artis. And we um, are talking about the identity in Christ. Mm -hmm. So we had to write down what is our identity in Christ last night. And when I started having that moment with God, you know, just 10 minutes, just hearing what God says about your own identity, I just know that God has made me a winner, that God has made me a conqueror, that even when my boat is, is rocked a little bit, I just know nothing has changed because God says he loves me. God says, find your identity again in Christ and get purpose. And I'm so thankful for the season that God is giving me time to write again and just to hear his voice. Because music with a purpose 
is an eternally beautiful thing. I mean, there's such a lot of great music that's being created mm. worldwide that does not have a purpose, that just celebrates whatever the moment brings, mm. but to create mm. something that God uses five generations mm. down that you don't even have to be for there sure. for anymore. That must for be amazing. Sure. Yeah, that, that, that is, um, that's such a privilege, you know, to, to know you have something, uh, just as you say, that will be generations from now, we will be still singing the songs and still listening to the songs. And it's the same spirit that was in us years ago with, um, with our grandparents and, and, and with our children to come and our grandchildren to come, just hearing it. And, and the same spirit that was in them is in us. And it's for generations. So it's actually such a privilege to, to give give something back to the Lord. It's like my husband always told me. And um, he said, you know, if you can't do what you did a year ago or five years ago or 10 years ago, what do I have in my hand that I can give back to God today? And for me, if it's that one word, just write a little music around it and make it the, the spiritual, um, give it the spiritual connection that people need to connect with God. It's actually such a privilege. It is mind-boggling. It truly is. Um, and also this thing that it's not only you creating music, this thing that you can record it, eternalize it, you know, to mm -hmm. capture yes. it, and then you can put it on platforms worldwide and people can yes. get hold of it. Can you remember what it felt like the first time you recorded a song and it was and you could listen to it back, even hear mm. it on a radio station or something like that? Mm. That must have been the kick of the century. <laughs> well, actually, the first one, um, if it wasn't for you, Anne Calva, you know, we've, we've been coming uh, along such a long time. I think I know you one for... 25 or 30 years and he's always believed in me um, and that's the wonder of making music with with a producer like Johan Kalber that that really um, inspires you to to write more even you know if, if I listen to my first songs and I think where where it's been born from and what I've done afterwards, I really am so thankful for for somebody like him that just said, just keep on going. And uh, Rick Moser that, you know, encourages you to just go on. And even if... Um, if they didn't even like the song or something, they will still encourage you <laughs> to write even more and to grow. And, and that's the only way that you can grow is by trying and, um, and believing in yourself and, and believing in, in what God planted in you. So, yeah. Um, I like how when, when you make this music, you start from a point and God gives you a little bit and then you build from there. Because isn't that a whole spiritual concept? It doesn't matter. You're talking about yes. music now, but character, um, the whole walk mm -hmm. that you have with the mm -hmm. Lord, faith, prayer, mm -hmm. is always a little bit. Yeah. And then God builds on that as well. And, uh, it, you know, if I think about the first song on Kari and Frina Hartlop that Karendi sang, it's like God gave me a little piece. And because I had to go back 
And here God said, bring along the younger generation. So when I wrote that first part, I knew I'm not going to sing this song. This is a song for the new generation. And actually that song was actually the song that took the longest for me to write because every time I will, um, I will let somebody in, in our church environment, in our Kari and Frinda group, listen to the song and the song will grow and we will change it a little bit. We'll take it back to Yuan and Yuan will say, no, 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 just go back a little bit more and just write a little bit more. But when I, I look back at that specific song, I knew that the people, I think there was like six people, seven people involved in writing that song at the end or having a little part in the song. And I knew everyone grew in their own ability to write. And isn't that wonderful that God just raises up a next generation? And I didn't at one time cling to that song and say, no, this is mine. You know this, I want to keep it to myself. It was something that had to grow and had to, um, yes, we had to minister sometimes and just change some stuff and just go back and hear what God said about the song, about the name Art Club in the song. And when I look now, some of those um, people that were involved is writing their own songs now, you know. So it's actually such a journey um, that God gives us. And just coming back to what do I have in my hand today? And just open up your hand. And so sometimes it's for yourself and somebody. sometimes it's for somebody else to grow mm. in that and to become what God wants them to be. So it's the loaves and the fishes. What have you got in your hands? <laughs> yeah. When, when yes. they thought it was impossible, how do you feed 5,000 mm. only men? He says, what have you got in your hands? So that's, that's absolutely yes. that concept of making. Mm. I want to ask you mm. something else because I'm fascinated with Romans one twenty. Romans one twenty says that God was very specific when he created as a revelation of himself. So everything that he created from the beginning of time was created as a revelation of his character, of his godliness, of all of that, so that someone who's never met him has got no excuse. He's, re he's revealed himself. And obviously he created man. And you now as a grandma, if you had to look at your uh, – no, let's, let's make it as a mother. If you had to look at one of your children – and ask, what did God reveal about himself? Maybe if you've got a child who's an artist, then God's artist heart was revealed in your child. Um, pick a child and, and, and tell me, what has God revealed about himself through, through him or her? Um, yes, if, if I look back um, in my life as being a mother of, of two beautiful boys, and they so... God has made them so different. They have their own character. They have their own job. They have their own speciality where they, they work in. But if I look back, um, when our children were small, Coral and I said, God gave us this dream. And how are we going to incorporate our dreams so that our children will also live out the dream that God has called them for? And um, if I have to pick one child now, with this radiance starting at my house the other day, 
my one son, uh, Fricky, he phoned me last um, Wednesday and he said, okay, mommy, are you starting Radiance tonight? I said, yes, yes, we are. And he says, what is mommy's verwachten? What do you expect? <laughs> what do I expect? He says, does it sound like daddy? You know, <laughs> it sounds like daddy always said, what do you expect from God to do for you today? And when he said that, it's actually dawned on me. You know, Carl always told the boys, have expectancy. What is your expectancy for me to reveal himself in, in us? And when my son said, I said, okay, I can, I, I can go home now. <laughs> because <laughs> something dropped in his spirit of what do you expect? And I actually, I said it last night at the opening of um, Radiance. I, I told the girls, if you come with expectancy, God will meet you at the level of your expectancy. And um, it was actually so nice. I, and on Sunday, I was um, in the band. I was sitting on my bed the morning and I said, God, I expect you to pitch up this morning <laughs> when, <laughs> when we worshiping. And when I said that word, it was like God smiled over me. It's what I expect God to pitch up, you know. <laughs> and we actually had a wonderful time in church on Sunday. Well, hmm? it must give God such satisfaction when we expect a lot. For sure. You know, in line For with sure. his godness. Because at the end of the day, when we, I find that so many times we, we've got the saying, we do our best and God does the rest kind of thing. It's like, actually, it's our responsibility. So we don't expect much from God. He's sort of got to yeah. fill in the cracks, but the rest is our job. Yeah. And um, yeah. where he wants to do more, where he's the God of the impossible, yes. when his mercies are new every morning, and we That's expect it. this tiny yeah. or don't even expect anything. If you come and That's you say, it. God, I expect yeah. everything yeah. God. God of the impossible yes. can give, yes. it must give him yes. a kick. I think so. It, it must. And I, I want to just um, conclude that by saying, if I see my children's children, my grandchildren, I mean, they're so small. What can we do to just let God's spirit overwhelm me? What I did with my firstborn grandchild, I told my children, take one piece of music a spiritual music piece and just play it over and over and over so that it can anoint her spirit to hear God. Mm -hmm. You know, that little one that's, she's 18, 19 months now, when the music goes on, you know where her hands are? Oh. It's in the air. Oh, wow. I mean, she hasn't seen that. Where has she seen that? She's only seen that at her house, in her spirit, what God puts in her spirit. So I can, I can actually send one of the videos to you where she's really pressing in. She can't even talk yet, you know. She's saying little words, but her spirit is so open for God's word. So we as children of God, our, our inheritance in our children and in our grandchildren is to give God's spirit to them, you know. That's, that's the main thing that we can do for them is just... Um, yeah, let the generations to come feel the anointing of, of Christ. Oh, that's so precious. Well, let's get to the music. Here is my heart. Yes. Offering my heart on a platter. <laughs> Tell me about this song. We're going to listen to the song 
Um, but tell me, what is it you want me to hear? Okay, um, Yiddish My Heart was born, actually, uh, you know, um, my husband passed away one October. It was actually <laughs> so traumatic for all of us. But one night, actually, after he passed away, um, we had a whole, I don't know if I want to go in the whole story, but one of Carl's, um, he had a, a really a, a, a wonderful passing, you know, um, stepping over. Um, and the day before he, he died, he, he was taking my hand like this and he says, go into the bathroom and just pick up the two heaps of feathers that's in the bathroom. So I went back in the bathroom. He was going in and out of heaven, seeing his dad, seeing, but it was, it was godly. It was so godly. Sure. Um, and then um, I would go back to him and I would say, Liffy, where did he say that I took up the feathers and he says in the bathroom and he will open his eyes huge eyes and he said don't touch anything just bring me the two heaps of feathers oh my word <laughs> and I, will, I will go back to him and then i will tell him um he will ask me did you find the feathers and i said i'll go and look again so i'll go back and i can't find the feathers <laughs> so I went back and for the third time, I mean, he passed away the next day. So he was really stepping over. And he would say, did you find the feathers? I would tell him, yes, I found the feathers. And he, he was, then he could relax. And one of my, my friends, um, she was always praying with me and she sent me Psalm 91 verse 4. But the nicest version for me was in, in the NLT that says, He will cover you with his feathers. He will shelter you with his wings. His faithful promises are your armor and your protection. And you know how many times since Carl has passed away, I will pick up a feather. Oh God word. will just come and comfort me with a feather. And I just know that God said, when you can't anymore, I will come. And it was a moment for Carl that his, um, his body just said, I can't go any further. But God said, he will cover you with his feathers. That that's why he was asking me the whole time. But you, the comfort that I had afterwards by God says, he will always cover you with his feathers. And, um, and the song was, was born in, in that intimate relationship with Christ, just knowing that God says, I'm never alone. He will cover me with his feathers. And um, yeah, that's where he is my heart is. 